Today's episode, Pros and Cons, Being a Jack of All Trades. Do you know a lot about a little, or a little about a lot? Let's explore in today's show. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. We're rolling into episode 92, Pros and Cons, Being a Jack of All Trades. In the intro, I asked you, do you know a little about a lot or a lot about a little? Depending on your background, that could span a vast variety of topics. It could span home repair, maintenance and improvements, potentially car repair and maintenance, and the list could go on from there. I'm going to talk a little bit about my past and part of what makes me who I am today. For my background, I'm going to mention my late father, Gene. He taught me the value of hard work, but he was also meticulous. While there's something to be said for detail-oriented work, back when I was a teenager, I thought he took it too far sometimes. In high school, I saved up and I purchased my first car. It was a 1969 Ford Mustang Mach 1. I loved the car a lot and was really proud of it, but the stereo just wasn't doing it for me. So back when I lived in New Jersey, I would attend the flea markets. I found a used car amplifier and I was pretty excited because it looked like a large unit. It was pretty powerful. It was for my radio and tape deck. Did you catch that? Yeah, I said tape deck. I hope I don't have to explain to some of you what that is. The amplifier worked well, but I wanted the sound even louder. Finding out how much new, more powerful amplifiers were stopped me dead in my tracks. I mentioned this to my dad, and he said, let's see what we can do about it. We ordered the schematic and had it mailed to us. In case you're not familiar, a schematic is the wiring diagram and the layout of not only the wires that go to the speakers, the power source, but also the circuit inside. It defines where all the power, all the data, all the sound, everything flows. And it also locates where the chipsets are inside, on the circuit board. From there, We researched the circuit and the components or chips that we could possibly replace to boost the sound level of the amplifier. It was getting pretty exciting, and I was learning a lot. From there, we took a trip to Radio Shack or another electronics repair store. We ultimately got the higher-powered amplifier chips we needed. Then, with careful disassembly and replacement of the components, we were ready. The circuit board, which contained all the amplifier chips and wiring, used solder to hold everything in place. So, the slow, detailed work of heating various joints to remove the components began, followed by the reverse process of then installing the higher power capacity amplifiers in those same locations. As a teenager, yes, I learned a lot, but honestly, my patience wore thin. Even when I knew we were doing the right thing to get the desired result, the end result, it just took too long most of the time, if you ask me. So, was the upgraded car stereo amplifier project a success? Nearly. 
When we were done installing the chips, routing all the internal wiring so we could slide the case back on, and finally installed all the screws, there was a problem. You guessed it. We had one very small screw left over, and it didn't fit any location on the exterior part of the case. For my liking, I just wanted to toss the screw out and put the amplifier in my car and test it out. But my dad, he saw to it differently. He knew that that smaller screw was there for a purpose. He made me take the amplifier completely apart to find the location that the screw belonged to. It turned out it was a very important screw. The higher-powered amplifier chips that we installed would create even more heat than the original design and needed to be cooled properly. The way this was accomplished was for the chip's back to be pressed tightly against an internal finned heat sink. This would allow the chip to transmit the thermal load from the amplifier to the finned frame and get cooled. One of the higher-powered amplifier chips we installed was missing this screw. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, it's kind of like your car or your vehicle radiator. It pumps coolant fluid through it so that it can take the heat away from your engine, and that's what those fins are in your radiator. They displace the heat by letting cool air go through and pull the heat away. The same thing with these fins. This screw is necessary to keep the chip tightly against the fins to allow cooling. I learned the amplifier would have likely worked great, but just for a short period of time. But that continued high volume levels, the chip would not get cooled properly, and that could be fatal. That would mean the results of the chip dying and having to repeat all the process I just talked about all over again, including some more trips to the store and paying for at least one or more chips for the amplifier replacement. So moral of the story, carefully note the location of all the parts you take out when disassembling your project. Store them carefully also, and make sure you install every last part, even down to small screws. You never know the risk of misplacing, forgetting, or choosing not to install every last piece of hardware. That leads me into who I am today and how I see things. Like a fellow coach, but someone that's also an author, Andy Andrews, I notice the details in things and people. Andy wrote several books, and one of his books is called The Noticer. For me, I would say, noticing people and things is a gift, but it's also a curse. Let me explain and share a story or two. While some people could sit back and enjoy a car ride, or be perfectly content waiting in line for a takeout order, I'm always on alert. Not out of fear or worry, mind you, but out of curiosity and the love of learning. In fact, the latter is how I got my start with career growth. Back in episode one, I talk about this in more detail. If you want to get to know me a little better, check out episode one. I opened up and shared the struggles and challenges I've faced and overcome. Back to my first example about a car ride. I'll enjoy the car ride, whether I'm the passenger or the driver, but on a different level. While taking in the sights and perhaps the last of a few cool days of weather before Florida's springtime is here, but I'm also processing with all my senses. If I hear, see, smell, or feel something out of the ordinary, I focus on it and like to investigate. I've been known to hear this recurring sound, like a light tapping or clicking, which varies with vehicle speed, of a nail or screw caught in a tire. 
I have a pretty good track record, too, for this. It doesn't matter if I'm in the vehicle being driven or the vehicle passes by while I'm outside. Every now and then, I get surprised by a small pebble or rock being stuck in the tire treads, but more often than not, I find a nail, screw, or large construction staples. I think you're starting to see the picture, but for my other illustration, waiting in line for a takeout order. I visually process the people, the building, and how the takeout line is moving. When I scan my surroundings, I notice things like how well the building is being maintained, how many awards they've won and how recently, and the general cohesion or lack thereof of the restaurant staff. With a few quick reads of their body language, I have a pretty good idea how well the staff is functioning together. Mind you, I'm not being judgmental or prideful, thinking that I'm better than anybody else. I just have a knack for picking up on the details that can many times be overlooked by others or sometimes people just aren't interested in. So how does all that fit in to today's title, Pros and Cons? being a jack of all trades. Now that you know how detail-oriented I am, it is a blessing, but possibly a curse at times because I dig in way too deep sometimes. I have to share that I am a home repair, maintenance, and improvement enthusiast, as well as greatly interested in and involved in car repair and maintenance. Lately, it's been a pretty big challenge being capable to do those things because we have been hit one after another with problems and challenges. That's part of where the con comes in. First, the pro. I'm blessed to be capable to know a lot about home repair, maintenance, and even performing upgrades and improvements. And similar goes for car and vehicle repair and maintenance. But recently, we have just been hit with a few things that have really pushed our buttons. One of our vehicles, our minivan, started having oil leaks in both valve covers and potentially in an area called the oil cooler. For this particular vehicle, the oil cooler was buried under a number of engine components that had to be removed very carefully and with very little clearance to gain access. What started this all off was the fact that we pulled up to a light on the way home from one of our trips, and I noticed a slight haze along with a smell, a burnt smell coming from what I thought was another vehicle. After a second stop at another light, that same smell and condition was still there, but the other vehicle wasn't around. That led me to think that's too much of a coincidence. When I got home, yes, I found both valve covers were leaking one more than another, leaking oil onto the exhaust manifold, and there was a little bit of oil pooled underneath the central part of the engine called the plenum, and that could in fact mean that the oil cooler was leaking. None of these are good things and very costly to repair. In fact, a quote from a local shop revealed close to $2,000 to do this work. It wasn't the parts. In fact, you needed an oil cooler and some gaskets, and probably looking at about $100 or $200 depending on where you buy from, it was really coming down to the labor to gain access to everything. And that's where it drove up the price. I was able to perform those repairs and improvements, and the vehicle is now leak-free, thank God. But a lot of back-breaking work and late-night and evening work went into it. This situation caught me off guard because we have multiple vehicles in our family, and I'm proud to say we regularly perform 
inspections on the vehicles. In fact, at the first of every month, we check the fluids, the lights, and the tire pressure. So after that battle was solved, my daughter came to me and mentioned her car air conditioning had stopped working. Well, I went to work on that the next day as the hot weather was approaching and I wanted to take care of her. And I noticed that her Freon level or refrigerant level was a little low. So I topped that off and the air conditioning was working well. I got it down to a 38 degree Fahrenheit discharge temperature. Pretty sweet. But then the next day, my daughter called me and said, Hey, Dad, my air conditioning's completely not working. It's not blowing. Nothing is happening. So another problem. Hmm. Turns out the blower motor had failed. Depending on which instruction booklet you follow and what process you follow, some are recommending for her particular vehicle to tear out the entire dash to gain access to the blower fan for replacement. I found an alternate way to do it, and part of that was through my interest for learning, searching a little bit online, and also some other instruction books. There is a workaround, and it went pretty well. It was just a tight space. But that led to a lot of backbreaking work yet again in the hot climate of Florida. Sometimes it just hurts to know these things and being a jack of all trades. I'm proud that I have the knowledge and can safely do these repair procedures, but it takes quite a bit of time. Pros, saving money. Pros, learning and being proud to be able to support your vehicles and your family. Cons, a lot of your time is taken up a lot of body aches and pains, and a lot of unexpected trips to the store for parts. So for today's episode number 92, pros and cons, being a jack of all trades, I shared a little bit more of my background and also some experiences that I've recently had. I'd love for you to go to one of our social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, and use at Craig Ansel or on YouTube as Career Growth Made Easy is now there as well. Please put down a pro and con that you see for being a jack of all trades or share what some of your experience and skills are. We'd love to hear from you and strike up a conversation. I've been your host, Craig Ansell, for the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Have a wonderful week ahead.